Hey guys, Maria Menounos here. Before your favorite AfterBuzz TV after show begins, I'm so excited to tell you that my new cookbook is out. It's called The Every Girl's Guide to Cooking. It's the quickest, fastest, easiest, most amazing recipes for kitchen newbies and chefs alike. Please check out mariamenounos.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Crossover with somebody else on the But this is really epic music. This is, this is epic because we're going to kill it tonight. Yeah, that's right. So, welcome to AfterBuzz TV with our breakdown of Kings and Prophets. And uh, of course, I'm Chris Howard, your host. Uh, you can reach me at Chris Howard live on Twitter. You can also write to us directly on the video if you're watching this, so you can comment along the way. We'd love to have you uh, throw in your ideas. And as well, you can reach us. You can download the the podcast on iTunes, so this stuff can be like ivy dripped into your arm. <laughs> you won't miss a thing. You won't miss a thing. You, you can also find me at legendarylivingdaily.com, where I have tips and motivation, and legendarylivingtv.com uh, for my YouTube channel. And and our lovely co-host, Katerina Kazayas. Hi, everyone. You can reach me at Katerina Kazayas, both on Twitter and on Instagram. You can also hit me up via my website, which is globalgab.com. That's global-gab.com. I bring you up to speed with international top trending headlines. So if you need a bit of a break from Kardashians or football, do hit me up because I will be the first to tell you whether or not we are heading into World War Three. Uh, the uh, what do they call that? Uh, Armageddon. Or that, that's what right. Do, biblically, what do you call that? Oh, uh, biblically, it is called Armageddon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And uh, <laughs> and speaking of biblical, we are here live in the Hollywood studios of After Buzz, getting ready for of Kings and Prophets. Of Kings and Prophets. Listen to this music. Isn't this fantastic? Ooh. This makes us feel. Very epic. Like we're either in biblical times or in an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Uh, what, what was that? Conan. Conan the Barbarian Conan. is what this comes from. All uh, right. All right. So tonight we're going to have some fun. I here's We're doing episode two of Kings mm, and Prophets. Yes. And I absolutely love this episode. This was, we were saying just before uh, we started. So like, much better than episode one. I, I loved this episode. Yeah, I have to agree with you. You say better than episode one. And episode um, one I enjoyed. I'm 100 percent with right? you, but yeah. this one seemed to be. It's like, it's almost like they, you know, they they were able to reap any feedback or get whatever. Because I mean, look, David got a haircut, and it looked good. <laughs> <laughs> and it, you know, the, I was caught up in the suspense. I let myself go. I yes. suspended disbelief, and I was in it. Right. I, thought, I thought it was really cool. Yes, absolutely. I uh, I was pleasantly surprised. I enjoyed episode one. Yeah. But in comparison to this one, I thought it fell a little flat. And yeah. the the thing that concerns me. For those of you that viewed it, I'm sure you'll be agreeing with us. Yeah. For those of you that didn't tune in for episode two, you missed out. And and in fact, Chris, I was looking at the uh, the ratings this week. And it went down. They went down.
went down again. Yeah, we got to so do something we, about we, this. We got to make sure that people know about this show because it's uh, it's turning out to be a good one. Yeah, this episode was really really good. Mm. It was um, just as good as any other. Uh, mythic uh, drama that yeah. uh, that I've seen on television, so it was great. A lot of adventure and romance mm -hmm. and everything coming out. But how much does all of the politics that were occurring? Mm. How much does that remind you of today? <laughs> <laughs> well, the betrayal is one thing. That betrayal was running through this episode, yeah. like no one's business, and uh, and and you know, with the political. Uh, Election coming up and uh, people trying to figure out who's going to support who. It's 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 timely. Yeah, it's really weird. I mean, you get the king and you got the concubine and mm. you know you got the Monica Lewinsky's of the world <laughs> and then you got the the riots that were happening in the square in this episode. We see that today you at know, the Trump hey, rallies. Chicago, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so a lot of correlations. I mean, but I guess that's what the Bible's all about. They're biblical, uh, or that's what life is all about, mm. right? If they say if you don't study. History, you're doomed to repeat the same mm -hmm. mistakes over and over again. And again, so. I think it's, you know, this is uh, one of the stories in the Bible that is one of the biggest stories. It's David and Goliath, it's Saul and the prophet uh, Samuel, and, and um, Samuel himself wrote two of the books in the, in, the, in the Old Testament. So this is great that they've decided to bring this to the screen. I love it. Yes, I mean, both love it. And, and look at you with your biblical knowledge oh, now. Look yes. at you. I mean, she's been brushing up. So. I did brush up. <laughs> now, we're missing McCall tonight, so if you notice that there's only two of there's us. There's only two of us. Um, but um, for you at home, I have Twitter feed going here, so if you want to gab with us, please hit us up at hashtag of Kings and Prophets. We'd love to gab with you via the net. Whoa, look at that. So we're, so we're, we're in biblical times, but we've got <laughs> modern-day technology to, to facilitate the conversation, right? So Samuel had his connection with God, and he could uh, go into a trance and uh, talk to the man uh, or the woman. And uh, yeah, we well, have Twitter. Absolutely. And when we're <laughs> going to run through this episode, Chris. We'll kind of take yeah. it take it piece, piece by piece by and, piece. Uh, and dissect it. it a little bit for Are you everyone. ready to go? Absolutely. So it opens up. We've got uh, quite a bit happening here. We've mm -hmm. got uh, what was a good, where's a good place for us to start? Um, Oh, David, let's talk about David and what was happening with him throughout the episode. Mm -hmm. You know, so mm -hmm. David's uh, journey here—he's getting—he's uh, getting some confidence. I mean, mm -hmm. he looks—he looks good. He's—he's, he's, uh, you know, he's hitting on a princess. Right. <laughs> how, what, what, what did you think? Uh, how did he progress? What his progression? Well, you know, from the we, last we've seen—we've seen David in just one episode go from the shepherd, right, who showed a little bit of promise by being true to his value system and wanting to go slay the lion, which he did successfully um, a little prophetic there yes uh, about what's to come down for David uh, but we did see him now move himself weasel him his way into the court weasel his and, way and, into and, the court <laughs> and, and although he isn't yet king he is in there as a harpist and has the ear of the king and and he does seem to be acting very kingly doesn't he he does yeah so not only does he have the Faith of the people that's building up. You can see that mm -hmm. happening with the, you know, the fame that he's gaining from the fact that he had killed the lion. Mm -hmm. But in addition to that, uh, you've got, you just see all the politics at work. Right. With, you know, Saul losing the uh, losing Samuel's approval, mm -hmm. and with David beginning to gain this notoriety, you get the political battle that starts to happen. Right. You know? and, and and we see that with them when the show kicks off, we see them we see uh Saul at his council meeting, if you will, right. trying to rally his troops that hey, we're gonna go into war and we're gonna win this war, although he's doing it now with a diminished reputation. You see, he's right. lost a lot of that support. 
Yeah. And uh, and so he's in there trying to rally the troops. And and the reputation is everything in terms of rallying the troops, mm -hmm. especially you got to have the prophet behind you. Right. Even Saul's own sons are fighting about that in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And uh, so and he, what he's looking to do is unite the tribes of Israel. So now we right. know a little bit. We studied a little bit so we could uh, deliver even better for you. <laughs> but uh, so he's looking to unite the tribes of Israel and he was the first uh, uniter of the tribes of Israel. David's going to be uh, in there pretty quickly uh, as well and mm -hmm. we see all the the, the the intrigue playing out and it's very Machiavellian you know mm. it's very uh, you know what are you doing behind this person's back and I'll pay you to assassinate this person right. and I mean it's like a modern day right. house of cards right? which is why I loved it it was great it yeah. was intriguing this episode kept my attention every piece of it I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it yeah. yeah and it was a lot of realism to it a lot of uh, the I liked the relationships with the characters mm -hmm. and how they were playing out um, yeah Fascinating, fascinating. You know, so, we we, um, we see it shift from being in the square where Saul is trying to rally his troops to over to Solomon where he's in that trance. Uh, I'm sorry, right. Samuel. Samuel. Samuel's yeah. in the trance, and Samuel is getting now this messaging from God. And you see the visions of David. And you see the visions of David, and, and, and uh, the, he is ready lion. to anoint that's, a new king. Yeah. Now, that's the scary part for, of course, the, the sons of Saul. That's the scary part for mm -hmm. Saul. They're feeling the burden of uh, this upcoming yeah. you know, anointment of a, a potential new king. And the, 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 according to the sons, the, the old king always has to die. Mm -hmm. And um, that uh, that's really playing out in this episode. The whole episode is about the betrayal. The, it's well, about the, absolutely. And we see the son. We see his son, Ishbael. Yeah. Oh, hire an assassin. You know what? You deserve a high five. Well, I had to write that down. I had to write it down. Yeah, that, that's, the, the names are tricky, folks. The uh, names are tricky. Well, the spelling on that one will get you. I S B O S or I S B O S H. -E I'm audio. I work phonetically. Okay. Yes. All right. But uh, he goes out. He hires an assassin with the Azrael. intent to kill the prophet. Right. This is big. Yeah. They, now you, they did that on Silk Road. They took that mm -hmm. guy down recently for uh, looking to assassinate <laughs> six people on, right? on in the dark web and the deep web. Uh, but back in those days, they were doing the same thing. Right. Right. So uh, offering him some money mm -hmm. to go out and kill uh, Samuel. And that didn't go down as well as, as planned, huh? No. No. Samuel was Samuel had God on his side, and Samuel uh, felt him coming, knew that the assassin was coming, and, and took him out. Right, which I found a little bit interesting because Samuel has to be 95 years old. Yeah. But yeah. he has the power like, of God behind him, right? Yeah, and that's what he said. He's like, God hears everything God, or God, God feels right. everything. Mm -hmm. uh, and you know what's fascinating to me is, once again, all the violence and all the uh, wrapped up with the concept of God. Yes. That fascinates mm -hmm. me. It's like... You know, we see that in modern day. We see that with, uh, you know, when we're looking at problems that are occurring in the Middle East and the mm -hmm. conflicts yes. that happen, and everything's fueled with God. And, uh, you know, the, we look back at the Christian religion, we go, boy, they were out there killing people too, well, just like any other religion in the name of God. And you know what you see is the, the importance of alliances and how quickly alliances can Politically change. speaking. Right. There you go. Yeah. So, and that really played out. And yeah, I, I agree with you. So, because mm -hmm. he's, you know, uniting the tribes of Israel, that's a big deal. Right. Uh, but we saw that the, uh, it was it Etienne? Etienne was the king of Judah. Right. Right. And it was his son, uh, if also, was it Metiyahu? Metiyahu. Who was killed in the last episode. Who was killed in the right. last episode. Saul had sent him to attempt to. Uh, get a hold of some of the iron of the Philistine tribes, mm. and they caught him and they killed him. So 
Metiahu, uh, and well, Etienne, what he he's he's holding on to that resentment. He's he, holding he's, on. He's, the he's dad. pissed. Right. right. Yeah. He's upset. Yeah, I, I had to find a way to say it. Right. Easily. <laughs> he's bearing the. Yeah, he's pissed. Um, so he's pissed off, and he's one of the first people to say, "Hey, why should we follow you?" Right. And and in my opinion, he has a point. Right. He, his son was sacrificed in the name of this, and it backfired on Seoul, it backfired on Etienne, and, uh, and, and so he's reluctant to move forward. Yes. Although he proved his loyalty by doing so. The person that came in as disloyal right. was uh, the second gentleman they featured, who was the dad of the young son. Who had the Philistine uh, silver? Uh, the, the silver. They found right. the silver. David and, finds and, the uh, silver. For six, and for, it to the you know, was, was going to betray uh, Saul right. with moving his six thousand troops to the other camp. And, and you can uh, imagine how that is. You're out there to fight a battle, and six thousand of your own people turn, turn on against you, you in the middle yeah. of the battle. It would have been. It would have been really bad. Right. Yeah. I, I think your point to uh, the fact that the, the whole thing about alliances. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you go back and you look at. You know, Sun Tzu talks in the art of war right. about going out and taking out the alliances of the other party or going and, and forging those alliances. That's everything because mm -hmm. power uh, is going to lie with the, right. you know, with the with the numbers. Um, this is it's it's fascinating uh, to me also how this weaves in, you know, just historically. Uh, with I, like I was looking at later on, I was reading some reviews on uh, on this, but then they're like on Wikipedia, I was finding some stuff, and they were talking about um, at, you know how they how they interact at some point mm -hmm. with the Persian armies and uh, King Xerxes, which was uh, in the times of Alexander and the Egyptians, right. the movie Three Hundred that right. came out. Yeah, mm -hmm. so it's it's it all interweaves together. Right. Yeah. yeah, and and again going back to the importance of alliances, you yeah. see the mom. Right, the queen coming in, working it. She, while well, she's working it in a, in many different ways in this episode, yeah. but the the first way she worked it is to try to forge a new alliance when she was trying to set up her son with uh, uh, Achan's daughter. Now, yeah. correct. So we're sorry that your son died. He didn't marry our princess. However, we have our eldest son who is. Still unmarried, he might be able to marry your daughter. Oh, in she which didn't case, even say that. Alliance, she said, "Yeah, you can have him." <laughs> right, you can have him. Her goal, her goal is to keep this alliance together it by is, whatever means she can. It is fascinating the role that she plays mm. throughout this whole thing. I mean, she appears to be the the backbone of Saul. Would Would you agree? Or do yes. You think well, I, you know, the women have proven to be the backbone of many uh, strong men, yeah. and 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 good for her. Yeah. She has is working what she can. Um, and I think actually this actress was very well cast, in my opinion. I, I enjoy her. Yeah, as the she's, mom. Doing she's, a, she's doing a, a really she's good a nice job. job. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, the what do you think about this whole thing with uh, he wants the concubine in his bed more than the, the wife? I mean, it, don't we see this stuff all the time? This is like modern day drama. Well, you know, I, you know and, and back in biblical times, this this is not unusual. Um, right. Not much has changed, Not in much other has words. Changed. <laughs> yeah. So she's the one who's doing it, and the guy's got a young concubine. She's, she's and, using, he's using the wife right. for her maturity and her strategic... Her emotional uh, strength. Right, and, and, yeah. and her strategic abilities, yeah. and is using the concubine for her 20-year-old body, there, right? There you go. And there again, you go. as you said... Yeah. And the, what did I say? Uh, that that this continues to happen in 2016. Yeah, no kidding. It's like, geez, what's although, changed? Oh, know, my God, we've gotten no lessons. <laughs> although you wonder how, you know, again, ABC is 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 in a bit of a pickle right now because they're trying to appeal to the big epic Game of Thrones right. viewer audience. Mm -hmm. 
And they're also trying to appeal to the Bible followers. Right. And I believe that they probably lost a bit of the faith believers. You reckon? With episode one. Yes, I do. Because why, I, why found, I found episode one very graphic both right. in terms of the violence and, and in terms of the sexual content. Mm -hmm. And I think they should have left that for later episodes. Interesting, yeah. If they were wanting to go after the Bible crowd. Yeah. It was a little so bit you aggressive. To, you have to ease them in. You need more foreplay for the biblical people. Right. Less aggressive foreplay. Just foreplay. Right, but, but you see it's, what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, and, and it's funny because they toned <laughs> both of those down a little bit in episode two. Which again, I found interesting. Yeah. But they ended up, they, they hung people at the end. Right. They, you know, um, <laughs> Women and children and, yeah, and everyone. Yeah, yeah, there definitely was. And the reality is, there was violence. You know, mm. that's, uh, the Bible is a very violent book. I don't mean to knock it, but it's a, it's a violent book with good learnings and good lessons. So it didn't bother you? Um, you know what? I, I just like this episode so much better than the first episode mm. to what we said before. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, the first episode was kind of shocking when the girl goes down on her knee. And you know when the, the when it was like huh it was okay. a lot it was a lot for Tuesday night first episode Bible themed show yeah although that's where I take it back and say this isn't Bible this is Hollywood at its best right, right. so I in this tonight's episode where last night's episode is what I was watching it I, I went in and said you know what I'm gonna go into this and just play mm. and it was really fun the the, the story was good yeah. the uh, the suspense was mounting. The you know yeah. the whole thing. It's I uh, really really enjoyed it. Um, so uh, and I'm looking forward to the next episode. Too. I am looking forward to the next episode as well. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, all right now. So I, I looked up a couple of things since the last episode. It's, Are it you going to educate us? Yes, I am. Okay. The Amalekites. Ah. So and, uh, I just made some notes here. I uh -huh. wrote had a history of war, warring against the Israelites and attacking them when they were tired or lagging. So they'd go out and they would attack the women and children. It, you know, it's so once again, I go back to it's so hard to make a bad guy and a good guy in these types of things mm. from my perspective. People are people, right? Um, but at but, the time, you know, people are warring and people sure. are, yeah. And, and and perspective is perspective. Yeah. yeah could yeah. be good on for someone, could be bad for someone else, right? right? Yeah, is it getting married, good event or bad event? <laughs> yeah, getting divorced, good event or bad event, right? right. Is all based on... Absolutely, your perspective. Yeah, yes. yeah. so the Avalakites... Uh, what ended up happening as a result to, I think it was McCall that said this yep. uh, last week last where she episode. said he didn't follow God's will. He mm. didn't kill the king of the Amalekites. And, uh, you know, in researching it more, the Amalekites continued to harass and plunder the Is Israelites mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for hundreds of years Afterwards. afterward mm. because they hadn't stamped them into, out of existence right. like uh, Samuel. Uh, so there the weren't just repercussions for the house of Saul. There was repercussions for the Israelites. You could say humanity. I mean, because it, it once again it becomes because of his lack of faith. Is this speaking to faith? It's it's so hard for me to equate uh, the killing of people with faith. I just mm. I have a really hard time with that. Yeah. But uh, but. I mean, a lot of people would say, yes, they didn't follow the, the word of God. And mm. uh, and I also have a hard time with anybody being uh, the voice of God incarnate, you know. Yes, I have I have an issue with the prophet telling yeah. me what, you know, God is thinking. I don't know. I'm not yeah. sold on that. He, but, he uh, looks like he's on acid or something. He's like, uh, you know. <laughs> well, he's very strong. Yes, he's very he strong. PCP, PCP. Yeah, right. that's, <laughs> that's a different drug. Right. No, I, don't think, I don't think they had that stuff back then. Um, the bath salts, bath salts. Bath they make people really strong. They were smelling and, yeah. some things back then. Sorry, I don't mean to uh, offend anybody that <laughs> actually 
<laughs> These are not the opinions of AfterBuzz right. TV. Yes, they say. <laughs> uh, in any case, uh, the views so, expressed herein are those of the yes. hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you. Disclaimer. But you know what is fascinating is that there is you know the ramification of not doing the one act that the prophets, as the voice of God mm-hmm. supposedly, mm-hmm. says to do, if you do that, you'll be in God's favor. Mm -hmm. And what happens is they pay the price for generations and generations and generations for not having, you know, one couldn't uh, assume that it's because they didn't complete this one act. Now, what do you feel of the relationship that's building between Saul and David? Because this is going to be, you know, Saul is is starting to take David into his confidence. Right. And David is already having a bit of an issue because Saul killed the child, and, and, and he's doing some things that David isn't agreeing with. Right. Toward um, the end. Toward the end toward of that the episode. End. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but, you know, I wonder if David will have a problem now that he's been anointed king with coming in and taking Saul's seat. Yeah, well, David was a supporter of uh, Saul. He cries out, and he says, Saul's a good man. He's a good king. He's our king. Right. And then the you, you riot starts, Correct. right? Yeah, the, you see yeah. him being a big supporter and very loyal, and David, at during the beginning of this episode. Yeah, and then uh, for me, that, that relationship, as king, uh, I can tell you as king, no, uh, as king, <laughs> it's a, that's a very tough position because yeah. it, it, uh, Robert Greene wrote a book called The 48 Laws of Power. Okay. And it was a, you know, a book that was kind of... Uh, uh, a breakdown of all these laws and rules that were, and it's based on uh, Machiavelli's stuff. And mm-hmm. whenever you're the king, you got everybody's everybody's gunning for you. They want to poison you. They want to stick you in the back. They want you know you got all the betrayal that happens. The trials and, stuff. and tribulations of a power position. Yeah, yes. anybody yeah. in a place of power. We see mm-hmm. that in every powerful position that people have today. And there's people that love you, people that hate right. you. Yeah. But back then they were stabbing. And, and you know what? They're doing it today too. They'll, they'll, they'll take people out. They'll take their enemies out just in. Yes. Slyer ways or different ways, and uh, disparage people. I, I don't know. I don't know that you can uh, eradicate that out of uh, human. Out of the human, uh, yeah, yes. is, that, is that quest for power? Correct. That, yeah, that desire to be yeah. uh, to have power over other people, mm-hmm. and uh, but to be in that position of power, you, you gotta watch your back. Well, and, and you have to make tough choices, and we saw Soul do this. I'm sure he didn't want to kill the nine-year-old boy, but. He learned his lesson from last week. Uh, so we think, yeah. So we think. Yeah. And so he, you know, he wiped out that family. And to his point, his point was, you know, if we don't kill the boy, the boy will grow up to be a man and come after us. And so that was a tough choice, I'm sure, for Soul. David didn't agree with it. David packs up his bags and skips town. Right. And that's that's the interesting uh, thing as well is that you know, when Isbel, did I pronounce that right? Yeah. Isbel, mm-hmm. when he goes and to, to David and he threatens him, he says, "If I hear you talking about me, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill your family. I'm going to kill your mm-hmm. your dogs, your cats, every every animal that you own." And they, what do you think about that? Well, you, you know, little does he know that this is going to be his king now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, when he was doing that, I was thinking, oh no. No. <laughs> um, but again, David, that's a pretty big threat. But, though. but, but like, again, uh, you know, David. David's gaining some points with me, gentlemen. We like men with ethics and morals and integrity. And a great David, haircut. Yeah. David and a better, better, better wig it this week. It looks good. It looks good. Uh, but David did step it up, and David did say that you know, I will keep this secret. It's not my secret to tell. Right. And although he did move in to to defend the princess. That was a great scene. What did you think about that? It was very um, 
fairy tale. Very, yes. Very fairy tale. She was doing a good job on her own, but then he came in and you protected want a fight, her. And I'll give enjoyed you a fight. that. Yeah, Absolutely. That, was, that was nice. To sure. I, I enjoyed that, yeah. Uh, that was that was very cool. And then she talks the brother down mm-hmm. and the brother uh, goes away. That's uh, very, very, very cool. So. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else did we have here that was really interesting in this episode? We had, uh, let's see. So we had the concubine oh. and the Philistine. <laughs> now, the head of the Philistine, is that, that's Akish, I believe is yes. his name. right. Mm-hmm. Akish. Mm-hmm. So he's got the concubine as a spy for him working in the house of Saul. Right. And, and she is very angry with Saul as well. The concubine that. is not a happy girl. So, and what do you? Did, did, I don't remember them saying what that was all about. We, we didn't see what that was, um, and I questioned that as well. So, if anyone yeah. out there has any theories, again, let tweet us, us hit us up, let us know what you're thinking, why, where her anger stems from. Yeah, what, yeah let us know of, that because we got some great feedback. By the way, a shout out to our fan, uh, our fans, <laughs> yes. our viewers. Uh, yeah, our yes. viewers. Our <laughs> 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 um, anyway, my head got. Big for He's a second. in Hollywood, yeah, who folks. Knows? Yeah, He's in Hollywood. Our viewers. <laughs> but uh, the, we got some great feedback, and yeah. I appreciate that. I, we got, Thank you. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. the thing on, I got a, a personality characterization of Samuel. Yes. I got uh, information about the mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. Amalekites. So really appreciate your, your feedback and your interaction. So interact, and right. uh, we'll be uh, responding to you and, and, and connecting as well. So, he, yeah, this concubine mm-hmm. has something up with, they, with uh, King Saul. Yes. And it could be... Just the fact that she's sleeping with him and doesn't want to be sleeping with him, and she thinks he's a, a disgusting old guy, and right, right, right. Um, but but she seemed very angry to you know to say I want to be there when be when there they take him down. Face. Okay, whoa. So he can know it was me. Uh, right, yeah. right. But but you know again, it's all Saul is getting it from from very various angles. Right. The uh, the dissension. And what did you think about the scene when his wife walks or he's there with his wife, uh, feeling passionate because yeah. she just she just got the ten thousand soldiers from Judah. She made the she made the uh, the made alliance the, the marriage alliance to save the troops to he, bring the troops over. Passionately embraces her, tells her how beautiful Thank she you, is. You're amazing, and then he and says, the concubine sitting on the side taking her robe off and wearing practically nothing. Yeah. Uh, what, what did you feel when you saw that? You know, I, I'm i a traditionalist. I like yeah. people to respect who they're with. Yeah. Um, I, it doesn't surprise me in his case. He's a king, yeah. and yeah. powerful men do what they will. See, I, but I, I was looking at what she was doing. Well, she turned around and slept with David is what she did. The concubine? <laughs> no, oh, no, the, the wife. wife. Well, you know. <laughs> she had her minute. Yeah. I will get to that in a little bit yeah. because that's, yeah, that's a whole other subject. how the that's show a... sort of trickles around. Backing this up for just a moment, yeah. uh, what did you think of the um, budding love story between David, David and, and uh, Melva? Uh, uh, is that Melva? McCall, sorry. McCall, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I like it. I like it. I mean, you know, now that he got his hair cut, uh, <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> approve before. What do you couldn't think, what do you think of before. Donald Trump's hair? Yeah, they're good. yeah. I don't want to say anything <laughs> about that. Uh, but well, you look at that, and it, where was someplace? We saw another bad wig someplace recently that was uh, that really stood out in uh, uh, my mind. I forget sure. where it was, okay. but it, it just kind of pulls you out of the the. Oh, I, it was on Arrow, the television show Arrow. Okay. They, had, they had the bad wig that that, that okay. uh, David and it was <laughs> that Stephen Amell wore. Okay. It gets distracting. It, okay. it breaks the fantasy for me. It breaks the <laughs> breaks the experience. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, he got his haircut. Now I can condone it. So they have this. Bu- 
budding romance that's happening between him and Mikal. Right. Um, and you know, you can see the attraction. She's, you know, she's the one who steps up and touches his hand first, and she's letting him know that she's uh, she's into him, uh, which is pretty cool. You know, I, I, I like it. What do you think? I yes. see you typing. Sorry. Sorry. That's like that's like asking somebody a question when they have food in their mouth. I was gonna say repeat, please. That's horrible. I just said, uh, what do you think? But uh, oh. I, 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 I missed known the question. I, I missed the I missed the topic. No, it's totally yes. all right. Yeah, no, I, I was sorry. I'm just sorry, playing. With no, it. no, we just did somebody had, uh, say something. We, we yes, a, we did. We had a tweet. We had uh, what's it say? A shout out to Gina Toon. Hi, Gina. Gina. Thanks for uh, thanks for following tonight. She's saying we're doing a great job and we're we're being very accurate in our. Uh, feedback and commentary. So wow. thank you for agreeing with us because we agree with us. Okay, we agree right? with us. We, yeah. agree with we us, think so we do. Sometimes right. we're at conflict within and uh, that's yeah. a problem. <laughs> but um, thank you, Gina. Yes. We appreciate that. Right. And uh, but let's see. So where were we? We were talking that this whole episode is called where, Let the Wicked Be Ashamed. Yes. Where, where, where do you think that title comes from? Let the Wicked Be Who's Ashamed. Who's the wicked here? You know, I think the wicked and the wicked for me are the betrayers. Uh, ah. The betrayers and the betrayal that is happening. Um, so falls we got into the that. concubine. We've got the concubine. We have uh, Hanuk, who uh, is the dad uh, at the end with the Philistine uh, silver. Okay, yeah, that took the Philistine silver. Right. So he took the, and they were paying him to turn on Saul's armies. Right. Yeah. Um, you Hanuk. can you can call Ishbal a betrayer Ishbal. of the prophet because he's going out to kill Samuel. To he's Samuel. hiring right. uh, an assassin to kill Samuel. Yeah. You can call the mom a betrayer of her marriage with the husband. She you can call out. the king a betrayer of his marriage with the wife. Right. There's um. So the, he wants to be with the concubine more. Right. The concubine's betraying the king. Right. Everybody's betraying everybody. Now I I, I don't uh, I don't know what to expect in the next episode. But the the again back to this budding love story between yes. uh, McCall and David. Right. The affair when the mom when the when the queen seduced David. <sighs> this was overseen by Merva, by the daughter. So the second daughter, the Whoa. daughter who the daughter who you know is grieving, sees this. So I'm I'm Where's really worried. Go? Yes, I'm worried that you know David picks it up again with McCall when he gets back, and guess what? This this bomb is going to get dropped. That's going to be unfortunate. That's yeah, really. I'm, unfortunate. I'm prophesizing that. And, and you're prophesizing. See, it's of kings and prophets, and we got our own prophet there right we here. Go. Yeah. Uh, the, the the I think there's. Uh, what did you think about all that that the scene with the the mother and with David? And what would you have done if you were David? That was really so tough. I'm She's, just I'm just going to back this up for the viewers that yeah. may not have watched the episode. Thank what we you. see is. David is has this little he gets flirt. Called he's got a flirt going on with the daughter, well, whom, he, whom yes. he likes. The daughter says to him, kind of sly at the end, I'm going to invite you back to my room later. Mm-hmm. Because she was happy with him and the whole thing. He gets called by a servant down to these quarters. And says, he's, he's, says the palace wants the you palace or the wants castle to wants see you. you. Yeah, so he goes along assuming he's going to meet Mikal, the daughter. And out pops the queen. And the Isn't that always the case? David. You know, and David, <laughs> David, in his defense, again, because I like David, yes. David tries to get out of it, and she threatens him. She says to him, he says, I will get killed for this. I could get killed for this. And she says to him, you could get killed for disobeying your queen. Yes. And so he goes on to, you know, I sleep with the queen. Man. McCall comes along and says to him afterwards, I was looking for you. I mean, what's he going to say? Well, I was sleeping with your mother. Right, yeah. Um, but but what would you have done in that well, case? I mean, it's you know? hard to, I mean, when those days, you know, they were, that's not an empty threat. Right, I, this is true. I don't, And I don't think he thought it was an empty threat mm. uh, because honestly, 
I can't see him blowing what he has going with McCall. With McCall, me neither. I think he was. Mother, I think he was distraught know? by that decision. Yeah. Yeah, and so I think it was. He, he was threatened, mm -hmm. and it wasn't an empty threat. He right. knew it wasn't an empty threat. He really had no choice because that's a stupid move. Although I've made lots of stupid moves. Not. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know. <laughs> I mean, we've all made stupid moves, but that's a stupid one. That a <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that that that's just unfortunate is what I think, because uh, McCall, you know, she's beautiful. She's everything that David could probably right. want at, yes, the time, at the time. At the time, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, so we got a lot of betrayal. We got a lot of... Uh, let's see. We had the fight with McCall where she stayed mm -hmm. off her brother. We've got um, David summoned to the palace. Oh, Goliath. We had Goliath uh, show up. He and he's at, he asks at one point, uh, Akish. He says, "Are you worried that they're uniting the tribes of Israel?" And he said, "No, we don't care about that at right. all. We got this handled." Mm -hmm. um, well, and you you see them actually at the beginning as well. So we oh the, yeah, the show, when Saul the show, goes into the show starts off with Saul and his uh, his council. Mm. And then we see Saul going out and reaching to out to council. them, yeah, like a, uh, to to the um, to the other side and saying to them, you know, we would like to come to a truce. Right. And they said, no way. You know, we will come and we will attack you. So be prepared. And he said, we'll be waiting. And yeah, yeah so. You know, you, you got a big conflict here. They they had killed uh, Matiau, uh, so they're going to come, uh, and the, the fight's going to happen, right. and they're approaching. Problem is, uh, the Israelites don't have the iron that they that they mm -hmm. need that the Philistines have, so they don't have the weapons, the same weapons. Right. Uh, they, and they're and they've got dissension amongst the troops, mm -hmm. and that's and and betrayal every place. Mm -hmm. How you know how could you live with that? With that type of betrayal and that type of uh, just uh, the total inability to trust anywhere, mm. how does how does somebody live with that? Yeah, I mean, I, we, uh, yes, that that's got to be absolutely uh, very difficult position to find yourself in. And again, I, I don't doubt that some of our world leaders now have uh, they live uh, like they, they, they do for sure they do. I mean, and you look at them coming out of, out of office and they're. Uh, gray-haired and uh, beaten down, right. and they look like they've mm -hmm. just been through hell and back. Yeah, they're through the ringer and, and back, and, and yeah. it's been a four-year term, right? Right. Yeah. So we don't. I'm sure we don't hear about a fraction of what happens right. when somebody's out there. And even when you look at modern-day political parties, and you look at, uh, you know, I mean, we're in election year right mm -hmm. now. You see all of these themes playing out. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you make of that when you've got? modern-day politics being a reflection of what was happening back there. Uh, you know, again, I take this back to human, the, human psyche. Yeah. You know, there are, there are uh, certain threads that run through every generation that will continue to run through every generation, and, uh, and it's a matter of being able to navigate that. And I think to be a person in power, to be someone that has the responsibility of making decisions that can affect hundreds of thousands of people, you have to be uh, of the character to manage that. It's self-management. Well, I mean, and, you know, well, they, you want the, they, they strive to have it. You know, a presidential candidate sure, will strive course. to have the power. Mm -hmm. Saul wanted the power. Mm -hmm. I'm sure David to be king would be an incredible thing. Right. But then when you get there, the world, it your world turns upside down. There's a lot of other shit that comes with it uh -huh. that maybe you weren't expecting. And it becomes your environment. I know because I've worked in uh, positions where right. I uh, built a big company. Mm -hmm. So I know what that, I, I've experienced some of this. So mm -hmm. I'm kind of living vicariously right okay. now through these people. But uh, What advice would you give to somebody in that position? Oh, shit, don't ask me. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm all intrigued now. 
<laughs> I mean, it's it's really really tough because mm-hmm. truly you can't know who to trust when every, when you've got spies and mm-hmm. espionage and you've got uh, people that or have you know, their own agenda. Yeah, today right? we have yeah. honey pots. We have women that'll go in. I mean, we hear about that mm-hmm. in, in uh, espionage worldwide. Sure, of course, that this all of this stuff is still happening, right. and for power over other people or whatever. You know, it's just it's uh, to me it's a bit ridiculous, but it unfortunately it's there. Um, now, you know, I do feel a little bit sorry for Seoul because Seoul was attempting in yeah. all good faith to, to, be a to, good man. to bring these tribes together, to do something good. And out of the blue, he gets this uh, decree from the prophet that you must go ahead and kill these people. And, yeah. and he, he, he balked on that. And yeah. now it's coming kill back to women, him. So it's a children. really tough position to be in, you know. Yeah. And, um, and, and again, I think they're showing this quite well. Did you know the budget? For well, each episode, yeah. I did. I did. This is good. The, uh, the budget, rough budget for each episode they filmed was about $6 million. Wow. That's, um, but that's... you can see it. You can see it in the set design. You can right. see it in the, uh, in the wardrobe. Uh, that's a lot of money, though. So they, yeah, they it... really were trying to make this as historically accurate as they could. And so you said the viewership was right around what? Um... Uh, you know, it started last week with uh, $3.3 million, Yes. Which was the lowest debuting show of the year. Well, Unfortunately, and people are very surprised. Debuting show for what? For ABC. For ABC. Um, now that went down to 2.4 million episode two, so it lost almost a million viewers. It lost a third of its viewership because of episode one, and that's why I say it's a, it's it's disappointing. But remember, you got like uh, we were talking the other day about like a show like Cocktails with Chloe right. that started oh. with a million and dropped yes. down to two hundred thousand. Right. Okay. So so it you know if you compare this with some mm-hmm. other shows, it's not it's not that it's a, an epic failure or anything. No. This is, I think it still has. I mean that's a that's a pretty uh, serious viewership. And, it's and, not, and again, I would really. Um, ask people out there to to share the show because it's getting good it yeah. was it was impressive i really enjoyed episode two okay so this is going to be our appeal <laughs> to the after buzz audience to we all need our... to keep this show on abc it's a great one yeah. abc good job well they, i mean it's it's what is how many episodes is it 10 or, well they, uh... they it was originally scheduled to be 15 okay and they've got it down to 10 now yeah yeah i i see i love once again i love these types of tales that teach and stuff so please yes, do absolutely. okay so this is our appeal to you if everybody passes it on to 10 people to watch this thing yeah uh, we'll get we'll get the viewership and, and, up. And, and there's there's that. message in this. There's you know there's some content. There's some value to this to this show to this programming. And I you know I for one enjoy that. Yeah. yeah. No. I, I I love it. I love it as well. Yeah. I love the I, the learnings. I love you know any yes. I love holy texts and and these types of things. Um, I don't know. What do you think about for me this whole streak of uh, violence in God? What do you think about that? How God? Oh, where where does God interact with God. man's? Uh, you know. Turmoils and I don't believe that God intends for anyone to be affected by violence. I don't think that is His intention. I don't believe that God comes her. down and tells tells one set of people you are the people, but you are not. Yeah. Um, so a, I do have a bit of an issue with that in the especially right. in the Old Testament. The chosen um, people. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Um, I really have an issue with uh, somebody like the prophet anointing people. And saying that you are a king, and no, wait, I changed my mind now. You are a king, right? Um, well, that's kind of like in uh, Iran right now, where they've got well, the yeah. Ayatollah, and they, yeah, they've got the, uh, uh, the 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 president, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So there's uh, so there's a separation there that's an apparent separation, but the prophet's in charge, right? Right. So you don't you don't uh, back the uh, you don't go out. I, of... I, my God is a loving God. He is a God that wants to see people be well. Yeah. Um, he's not a God that's going to tell me to go kill people, but. 
Uh, at least he hasn't yet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Tonight when you go home. Yeah, I don't know what shit. I'm going to see tonight when I go home. But on the, on the flip side of the coin, yeah. you know, if we were to make an argument for the other side, uh-huh. if there's if there's hundreds of uh, thousands of people that might die or hundreds of people okay. that die, if you don't follow through on that one act, you know, is there an argument to be made that uh, there's a time and a place for well, everything? Well, I mean, you see, that was the argument with Hiroshima. Uh, right? Yeah. Do we drop the atom bomb on these people to stop so the war? And, 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 you know, yeah. I mean, these, these are questions that keep recurring in history. And, and um, the history books will uh, write themselves according to who won that conflict. Yeah. Well, you're, you're switched on on that. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm global gabbing. Global gabbing. That's you. <laughs> so, you know, what it reminds me of is when I did studies of Alexander the Great, uh-huh. I, t- I took a group on a tour of Turkey. And oh. we went through the whole... Beautiful. Uh, oh, yeah. We, oh, so we walked in the been. footsteps, oh, wow. brought a historian with us, and there's so much history in that. Mm. Um, I ran naked around the uh, tomb of Achilles wow. in Troy. Wow. That's as you fantastic. Do. You got to do that. You got to yeah. do do it. No, that's really impressive. Why? Well, I didn't know that. Why do we, well, because... Yeah. Uh, uh, no, I mean, it's part of the... Uh, the well, the Alexander experience. Alexander really looked up to uh, Achilles. Achilles. Right. Yeah. He was a hero. And so and, he uh, and his the cousin... The Battle of Troy. Yeah, yes, ran absolutely. naked around the yeah. tomb when they found it. So I had to do the same okay, thing. Okay, fantastic. Thought I'd get arrested. But anyway... <laughs> um, the reason I bring that up is because when Alexander would go into these various cities, he would always build a palace for, uh, you know, for the for the gods. So it was honoring the gods so that he could have uh, so that he could have the favor of the gods in taking over, and he would be viewed as a savior rather than viewed as a conqueror. And and Alexander was very inclusive. He wasn't out there to destroy. He was inclusive, and he built an empire. Based Depending on, on whose version of history you read, well, right? I, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. a descendant of Alexander the <laughs> oh, Great. Really? Yes, well, I'm Greek. Oh. So, of course. Yes, okay. So, I, I'm a fan. <laughs> I, I, I'm a fan, too. I, I really love going over there. But the this, this whole thing of having favor with the gods okay. or having favor with the prophet mm. or having the... Uh, or having the, favor with your uh, electorate, <laughs> right? You I mean, yeah. it... it the stamp of approval. If you're a rock star, you want favor of your fans. I mean, it, it again, back to human nature. We need and, and want and crave um, support. Yeah, and prestige. That prestige mm. can win the support of the people. And mm-hmm. if the prestige is not, you know, whether it's prestige that comes from the stamp of God or prestige that comes from uh, the approval of the tribes that are uniting mm-hmm. together, mm-hmm. when that prestige is knocked, we we can lose a lot. Right. You know, we look at that as a we can look at that as a brand today. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if if a brand and, can and be you, built, and, and you see how um, careful people are of their brands. I mean, we saw it with uh, you know with Nike now. Yeah. And uh, Sharpshova, right? Uh, sh- and and and. I, I don't know what they're, you're talking about. I'm but. sorry. With the, <laughs> the tennis star, Maria okay. Sharapova. Oh, did she have a problem? Who, yes, she had a, failed a drug test recently, oh. and uh, Nike's, you know, threatening to cut her off and et cetera, et cetera. So, Got again, it. because they are protecting their brand image. Yeah, right? for sure. Yeah. And, and so when things like this happen, it can it can destroy everything, right? right? So yeah. the gods of Nike. Right, are saying, are saying <laughs> yeah. we, we need the to... The prophet. We need right? the prophet to we, we need to hang her. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so overall, uh, what, was your, uh, what was your feeling about what this? What was my takeaway? Yeah. I found this episode to move quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think like things that move fast. I like things that are smart. They keep me engaged and intrigued. And this did all of that. Yes. It had uh, 
really um, elements of foreshadowing what is to come, yeah. which is going to keep me here and uh, ready for episode three. Overall, I thought it was fantastic. And again, please share this with people out there because yeah, um, we, we really want to see these numbers up. I, li- I like this we're show. Gonna, we're going to champion the show yes. as we go through this because we do love the show. And for me, my overall, uh, you know, I, I really now I'm looking forward to this show. Uh-huh. It's it's hard to say before they roll the show out that you're going to be that you're going to fall in love with the show. Right. That you know it's a new show. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, first episode, okay. Second episode, I I can't wait for the third. Now. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, so that's yeah. the uh, okay. Right. So why don't you uh, share with everybody how they can reach you, how sure. they can get a hold of you? Absolutely. Again, thanks for tuning in, everyone. I'm yes. Katerina Kazayas. You can catch me both on Twitter and Instagram at Katerina Kazayas. Uh, and uh, we'll be here again next week. Yeah, Chris. We will. And you can reach me once again at Chris Howard Live on Twitter and Instagram, as well as LegendaryLivingDaily.com for tips, motivation, that type of stuff, and LegendaryLivingTV.com for YouTube. And remember to follow us on iTunes. Get, yes, get, get the, the podcast, podcast, man. Get it straight drip-fed yes, into the iTunes. Listen IV. to us on your drive to work. Yes, do that. Hey, I also uh, got to do a quick shout-out for Kevin Undergaro. He just got a new show that he just launched. It's called uh, T- Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. Yes. yes. And, and he wanted the, he's the uh, fiance of Maria Menunos. This is their station. So yes. tune into Tomorrowland. Absolutely. Big thing. Big. Uh, and, you want to be there? And shout out to our co-host McCall who's missing today. Nicole. We miss you McCall. We'll see you next week. We miss you. And uh, with that over and out. Much love. We'll see you uh, next week. Same time. Same place. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.